pretty nerds. 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 Hi guys, welcome back to the Pretty Nerds podcast. This is your girl Nay, and this is your girl Fallon Dean. All right, Fallon Dean. So how's everything been going with you? Uh, it's been going. Um, <laughs> just tired. Ready for a vacation as always. But other than that, I'm good. How about yourself? Um, same as usual. Um, I'm with you. I'm ready for a vacation. My countdown is already ready. My birthday is coming in about two months. So I'm ready. It's on a Saturday this year. So that's even more exciting. I'm thinking about taking a trip to Vegas because there's supposed to be a Drake show that weekend. I don't know. We'll see what I pull off. I'm going to pull off something. And do what you normally be like, just gamble and Drake. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, all right. Well, let's go ahead and jump straight into this week's hot topics because we have quite a few to get into. Um, I feel like we have a lot of, okay, I'm just going to start on a good note. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess Scotland has become the first country to actually um, offer sanitary products um, for free. About time. Um, I know. And I was like, that is, when I read it, I was like, you know, it would never happen here because we're so scared of the word free that somehow it's going to make our lives and harder. But I'm like, that's such a good benefit when you think about how many women and like young girls uh, don't have access to just basic sanitary items that are needed every month that you don't have an option. You know, like, oh, I can do it without this month. Like you don't have that option. Exactly. I just love the idea that people are actually, you know, respecting women's bodies and and what we have to go through every month. And I don't know, the concept that, like you said, it's, it's sad that the concept of things that are, you know, necessities being free are just that, you know what I mean? Hell, bottled water should be free at this fucking point. But <laughs> who are we, right? <laughs> like 189. When you think, like, just going off on a tangent, like, bottles of water used to be, like, 119, and now you go in the store for the Sunny, and it's, like, 179, 189. You're like, what the fuck? But anywho. Yeah, exactly. They'll find a way to make a profit off of anything. <laughs> oh, anywho, but yes. I know. Applause. And I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. And hopefully that goes across the board. Like I said, I know here we have like we have an allergy or we're fearful of things being free, but I don't like I just don't see anything wrong with it. I know people like, well, the product is going to become, you know, substandard. We like pads do not feel good no matter what standard they are. So whatever. Basically, I mean, I don't understand what people be talking about. Like they act like like you said, pads are are not comfortable. Tampons are not comfortable all the little things that the, the the menstrual cups and all the stuff that they come they're not comfortable it's not fun in any shape or form no way to make it fun it's just something like, to deal with 
it still, no matter what brand you have, it still feels like cardboard. So it's like, whatever. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So we'll see, but I doubt it. I mean, even if they would here just offer it to like young girls in like school or you have more products available to people that are homeless, I think that would at least help. Yeah. They had, so, I mean, I, I honestly, I feel like that's one thing I do strongly feel that it should be available to young girls in school for free like at all times because I know that that's one of the growing up that's one of your biggest fears in school that you're going to get your period and you don't have anything with you that day that shouldn't girls shouldn't have to go through that and even as an adult you're like always you know your mom always prepares you like you always keep it with you and it's like you use that last one the month before and you're like, fuck, I don't have a pad, I don't have a temper, but I have the option to be like, okay, well, let me run over here to Walgreens. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so yeah, hopefully. But we shall see with America. Yeah. Um, I don't know, I guess thing. I don't think we have anything else that's kind of like light. That's what I'm trying but to I guess staying <laughs> international um, or something that's kind of like world news, um, the coronavirus, um, like what are your thoughts of where we are with it now? Uh, honestly, I think that for one, we're seeing a lot of, I would say, fear fear-driven responses to the coronavirus. Um, We're seeing a lot of kind of xenophobia and things like that being really, you know, kind of running super rampant amongst people based off of it. Like I'm seeing people treating Asian Americans ridiculously, you know what I mean? Like shit like that is just out of the ordinary. I get being cautious and being fearful, like, and then it, but you know, going to the extent that, like, you have all these people hopping on social media, like, in full, trying to be in, like, full hazmat shit, trying to be funny, like, that shit ain't cute, it's not funny, like, I don't know, that shit just aggravates, stuff like that aggravates me, like, it's a serious situation that's going on, hopefully, you know, it's, with the, with the situation with our government, hopefully (laughs) it's being addressed, taken care of i mean we know who our president is shit we all gotta just hope at this point (laughs) wash your hands and pray that's it positive affirmations (laughs) so i mean you know but i i just don't like the the kind of the fear driven like I, i guess i'm a big person about like understanding your platform and if you have a big platform using it responsibly and I just don't like the you know what I mean like the if you these big time celebrities and people like that using their platform in such a way to kind of promote this that type of you know fear fear fear-based type shit you know and I know it's like it's like, oh, you know, you're afraid that you're going to catch it or whatever when you travel. But it comes down to a lot of safe practices. And I will say this, 
Y'all need to start washing your hands before a virus break out. Like there should be a continuous every day, every trip to the bathroom, every time before you eat your food, like practice, wash your hands. Um, but there are like small things that I think that we can do. But of course, we know how the flu goes around here that people just don't practice, you know, those things. But I will say, I think for like the healthcare system here and like the workforce, that's what I'm like concerned about. Why I think China almost, I'm not going to, well, I can't say from what I've read, I know several factors and things have closed down, but I'm pretty sure that's because of the outbreak that was, you know, so widespread. But when you think about here, it's like you don't even have the opportunity to be like, hey, I need to be fired. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like those things that kind of go through my mind, like, okay, is this person, like, not saying that every person served my food, I'm like, oh my God. Like, but in a sense, it's like, would your employer even allow for you to take off if you were exhibiting, you know, symptoms? It's like, hey, I don't need to be at work. But just stuff like that. I'm just, I don't know. Like my husband is in a panic. He was like, we need to get water and all this. I'm like, it's not Armageddon, Negro. It's just the corona. And I'm like, if you're healthy, you should be okay. I'm like, for the rate of people that overcome it, it's pretty high. I will say, like, I do get a little anxious at how fast it spreads. And of course, how long that, like, incubation. How long the period is before, you know, you exhibit the symptoms of the coronavirus? Like, that's a little, like, scary. They're like, damn, you could have this for three weeks and not know it. Whereas the flu is kind of pretty much, it's a, you know, onset, quick, boom, you got symptoms, you need to do something about it. Um, but other than that, I don't know. I don't know. I'm with you as far as, like, just being at work. I I think definitely people are, you know, we're a little bit more nervous, especially now with the way a lot of like companies and stuff are kind of moving to um because I know I work for a company now that has moved to that open space kind of floor plan where they're doing away with the cubicles and all that shit and I'm listen girl I keep Lysol and shit at my desk period just because I just can't I'm sorry I just do not think like I people are saying like a lot of people saying oh they went to these different countries and they saw it's more productive to have nah fuck that people people i I need my wall (laughs) listen i miss those high partitions to be like listen just give me my own little space let me work because we're changing buildings and moving to that and i know for a fact i'm like when you go to the restroom and you listen to somebody use the bathroom and then the next thing you hear is the main door closing and you like so you didn't stop by the sink to wash your hands (laughs) Like at all, the fact that I go in the bathroom, I don't care if I'm just looking like, okay, let me make sure my clothes look presentable. I'm washing my hands because I went in the bathroom. I mean, I hear it said like going to the bathroom, I'm like, so yeah, you just gonna walk past the sink, man? What is wrong? And one lady gonna try to do me. She was like, I'm gonna go because she knew we came at the bathroom at the same time. She's like, I'm just gonna go over here and wash my hands. Ma'am, you are not going to go to the other bathroom across the hallway to wash your hands when we got another sink right here. Why? What are you scared of? Uh, I'm telling you, I don't. But at the end of the day, though, I'll be I'll be completely honest. I'm probably more concerned with catching the flu than I am with 
contracting the coronavirus. You know what I mean? Like that's just that's just me. That's where I'm I'm mostly at. I'm probably more fearful of that just because like you said, working um you know, you see a lot of people who just they're so fearful of losing their job that they just come to work sick any like we literally had a girl this week. Um she's a temp and so she was scared to tell people that she was sick and she sat at work and finally one girl was just like nah bro because she was supposed to sit with her to train she was like nah bro I think she's sick she can't be sitting with me and so the manager asked her and she finally admitted that not only was she sick but the bitch was contagious man (laughs) and literally the next day her whole she had literally got her entire team like their whole team was out sick with strep throat so I'm like that's that's the type of stuff (laughs) (laughs) see and that's working in an office setting is horrible i'm like it's almost literally like you might as well just go work at a daycare because you think about how people sneeze in their hand they don't use hand sanitizer they don't wash their hands it's like i might as well just go work with children because at least it's expected that i'm gonna need to wipe the doorknobs off when they leave because they just sneeze there but it'd be grown people that you like you should know better than this and they don't, or I've even had caught the flu at work when they was like, oh, my doctor said I can come back to work in two or three days. Why my doctor say five to seven days? You listen, I'm t- girl. <laughs> what was you talking about? <laughs> I said, my doctor told me I would feel better with the, you know, taking Tamiflu in two to three days, but she said I could still be contagious up to five days. But if I needed the seven to recuperate, she'll write me to notice for seven. How you get two to three? girl i'm telling you that's 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 why that should be my main concern more because like i said i i I don't know like when we have these like big scary outbreaks of like these diseases and stuff that just pop up and you know i kind of get skeptical or whatever like that um just that's just the you know the conspiracy theorist in me (laughs) 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 however um, but I, I guess with this one, I'm just a little bit more like, um, uh, you know, just seeing, especially like you said, seeing how it's spread and things like that. I'm just more like, okay, folks, if you practice your normal shit that you practice, we, sh- we all should be all right. <laughs> if y'all do y'all shit right, we should be good. But they don't though. They don't. They don't. <laughs> you feel like, bro. Like, you still got people in 2019, 2020, that want washing their legs. Like, how you get in the shower when you don't wash your legs? Girl, listen. <laughs> we had a whole discussion, like, not to well, get off topic, but it still kind of grow with not being nasty. I thought, I'm like, I don't know, no people that don't wash their legs. And I came in to work. This was when I just started my new job. And they was talking about it. It was like, so... Um, y'all saw the article on, you know, the little Twitter feed where they were saying that people don't wash their legs. And this dude, real live admitted, and yes, before we asked, yes, he was real live admitted. He was like, well, the only time I wash my legs, like if I go to the gym and I like sweat a lot. He was like, other than that, I don't wash them. He was like, because the water just run down. He was like, you know, it's dangerous to wash under the bottom of your feet. No, it ain't. Wash under the bottom of my feet every night in the shower. Have not slip and fail once. And if I was going to slip and fall, there's a mat for that. Sir, how you not going in the bathroom and not washing your whole body? And then he was like a Paul when he was sitting around asking black people, like, so y'all wash y'all whole body in the shower? Yes, we do. 
you know what's funny about that it's like I, this is completely off topic I was just thinking the only time I've ever slipped and fell in the shower was when I was drunk as fuck and even then I was still washing my fucking feet <laughs> <laughs> you like you look, land, off the bed down. landed look landed on the bottom of the tub fuck it we still we just gonna sit down here <laughs> like, <laughs> so that's what I'm saying I'm like they've been in your shoes all day like and I know, like, sometimes when I get out, my feet slip. So I'm like, yeah, you don't. Okay. I don't get it, but okay. So, yeah. But, yeah. I don't know. I'm just not. I saw, like, people from Singapore today and, like, one of the Facebook groups saw me. They were a little more hysterical, and I could see why. Um, but I'm like, I don't know. I'm not really concerned. Yeah. <laughs> so we shall see. I don't go on any cruises, though. I will say that. What'd you say? I wouldn't go on any cruises right now. I will say that that's probably the only thing, only type of travel I wouldn't do right now. That would be a cruise. Yeah, because you're space. Yeah, it's such a small space. Well, I mean, even though cruise ships are big and shit, but I mean, it's still a confined space of with a bunch of people. I'm with you. I wouldn't do a cruise right now either. So let's see. Where do I want to go? I got to get old boy out the way since we're talking about stupid stuff. So this past week during Black History Month, um, Dylan Roof, that was the um, person, to use that word very lightly, um, that murdered the nine people in Charleston. So he staged a whole hunger strike over harsh prison treatment and the guards were mistreating him. And I'm like, so what's for dinner? You know, oh, I mean, well, don't ever eat. You. I mean, I don't know. I don't listen. I don't know. Ugh. I don't know what to say to that. You know what I mean? Like, it's like on one end, because I don't like to hear about, um, you know, especially with the fights that we are fighting on our own accord for our people to have better treatment inside the prison system. I don't like to hear of people being misused and, you know, abused by, you know, guards and things of that nature. But it's hard for me to find sympathy for him. <laughs> no. it also makes you wonder like when I read I'm like what mistreatment because they saying stuff to you like you deserve every word that comes out of their mouth like they obviously not beating your ass so it's like deal with it like not even you're not even one of those people where you're like oh you're being mistreated they're hitting you know they even though you're in jail for a crime they shouldn't be beating you it it doesn't sound it just seems like you're fucked up because they probably say harsh words to you you'll live unfortunately those nine people that you killed didn't so you'll be fine i'm like go hungry strike all you want to hopefully you fall through a black hole and you never come back and you take george zimmerman there with you my thoughts (laughs) But I'm like, when I read that, I was like, okay, and why is this news? Mm, girl. Let me know when he croak. There'll be a lot of things I'll be wondering, why is this news? <laughs> Let me know when he croak. Mm. But, 
um, I guess more foolishness that ended around it off Black History Month. So Jack Brewer, he is a former NFL player. Um, and of course it was, I want to say their name is Diamond and Silk. I'm not sure which one it was that was sitting next to him. Um, and Donald Trump, they seemed like they was at some little prayer breakfast or whatever. Um, and he yelled out, Donald Trump is the first black president. Sorry, you don't have to coon that bad. Like, what are we doing? To be Me honest, personally, go ahead. Oh, you can go ahead. I was just saying, to be honest with you, when I saw that headline pop up, I honestly thought it was a joke at first. And then when I saw it wasn't a joke, I was like, I'm with you. I was like, do we, I, I mean, have we really reached that level of coonery? For real, for real? Listen, that, I thought it was like a voiceover. And then I was like, nah, this is for real. And I was like, so, yeah, I already got y'all black asses in there. And then you're going to yell at the first black president. Sir, never in What? You just doing the absolute most. And he's sitting there with the little smug smile on his face. I'm like, chat. And I'm like, for the life of me, I don't know whatever it is. It's bullshit. They won't even pay a lot out of money to get on there and tap dance like this so it's like why are y'all doing this but the thing that irritates me the most is the amount of people that like will justify it and say that try to say that we're angry about it because it's donald trump and the fact is no i ne- I didn't i never liked when people used to refer to bill clinton right. as the first black president that shit used to arc my nerves too because no we're not claiming that man neither you know what i'm Please. saying i'm not psh, shit you know what I'm saying? Clinton was a shitty president too, if we're gonna be completely honest. 100. And so we don't, I don't claim him neither. He's not considered a black a black president to me is a black person who is president. Don't fucking disrespect me and my people by calling and, Donald Trump, Bill Clinton, any white man referring to them right. as black. Fuck all that. I don't because like that shit. Black to me is like that phenotype where I can look at you and say. You're black, like every day up and down, you're black. And Donald Trump, there's nothing and like ambiguous about it. He's not black. And for you to get on there and do all that and then you yelled at it, like what in your spirit made you think that that was okay? Like, sir, stop it. Like, stop the madness. Like, I just, I'm like, what the fuck? And then y'all gather around him and pray. I'm like, oh, Lord Jesus. Y'all, I'm like, I know some of my ancestors, like, I can't wait that they die because I'm going to beat the hell out of them. And I hope they do. I hope they beat them <laughs> in their dreams and just beat the fuck out of them. Girl. Stop doing it. And not saying that you have to, and I, I just want, I'll put this out here. This for any presidential candidate that we have now because I'm noticing it's a lot of, like more than usual, or I don't know if it's more than usual. I'm not going to say this. I'm more aware of it now that how they use black people, because even the mayor of, I forget where it was, they about juvenile. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, it's just, to me, it's just too much. 
and not enough at the same time because it's too much of let me put this out here for you to you know for me to get your vote and for you know me to seem cool but not enough of here's my policies that are going to help black people here's my policies to you know help with poverty and making sure education is equal and fair it's just not enough of that but it's a whole lot of shucking and jiving yeah facts and that's right. on all, that's on all Democrat, Republican, yes. Independent, whoever. I'm with you. Like it's a whole lot of shucking and driving to try to contrive for them to get, you know, to fight for to get our vote, only for us to see nothing come to fruition or nothing to come of it. And what pisses me off is the amount of people who, you know, are giving credit were you know to to people who let's be honest all these people who are claiming that donald trump gave y'all justice reform he gave y'all that because he wants black people to vote for him that was all that's been in the works for how long how long how many times did they uh did president obama fight you know have those conversations and people wanting to push through justice reform that he couldn't even get it to go through Congress. It was always shut down and turned down. Listen. But listen, but see, but I, I mean, but people only... Go ahead. No, I was just saying the only thing I think he got through was not having children in solitary confinement. Yeah. And and by no means am I even to Obama's horn because I have my own issues with Obama as president as well. Hell, I have issues with a lot of <laughs> public figures. I don't really trust politicians, any of them, any way that I can throw them. But what we're not going to do is we're not going to sit here and pretend like Donald Trump is some saving grace for black folks. Nah, bruh. He ain't even close. Listen, and that's why I was like, you... You know, even when people talk about, oh, the economy, the economy, and I'm like, he was already riding away. So I'm like, when you think about that, and then you think about, oh, I'm going to make these certain tax cuts, I'm like, they benefit some people in some areas, but for a lot of people, those taxes still hurt them. So I guess, like, okay, where all of this is going, be like, okay, it's more money for you. But what is it doing to the other half of society where it's not more money for them? Or when you think about, oh, they're cutting Medicaid or Medicare, all of this, it's not productive, you know, in society. And I'm like, we're the only first world country that I can think of where our practices are so almost barbaric. It's like we don't want to care for our old, we don't want to care for our young, we don't want to care for our sick. If you're well, be lucky to hope that you never get sick because in most cases, unless you work in corporate America or you're your own boss, technically, you might not have an off day to even be sick. That's true. It's just, I don't know, this whole presidential run, I'm like, I thought I was over 2016. I'm like, Lord Jesus. Can this, this is come and go? I'm so ready. Show. Like, I just want to close my eyes and wake up and it be, what, November the 8th? Like, it is a shit show. Super shit show. And I will say this, and I, I might get a lot. Bernie supporters are almost becoming like Trump supporters. 
like what is like if you say one bad thing you'll be like you know what i just don't like what he said about this what do you mean so who's the better candidate than him and if you don't vote for him who you gonna vote for wait a minute man i don't have to share with you who i'm voting for if i don't want to vote for him i don't have to vote for him I, I i fully agree with you like people on on all accords if people don't agree with whoever you vote for then don't you know i'm you know what i'm saying y'all y'all gotta chill with like getting upset and going crazy and and being like well you should be on my side or you should so you if you if, if you're not voting for bernie you vote for joe biden are you voting for no i never said i would vote for his ass either you know what i'm saying i know who i voted for because i already did my vote um but you know what I mean. But I'm just like, uh, y'all gotta chill with 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 yelling at people and stuff because they don't if they don't agree with you. To be completely honest with you, this whole presidential run, they ain't really no good <laughs> candidate. Listen, so I had to go through. I had to go through and pick the the my best option, which I felt like was my best fucking option. Okay, let's keep it a book. The whole pal just when I say trash trash and when you see people like blacks for michael bloomberg for who for who now listen that's one that's one of them that i was like wait are y'all for mr stop and frisk that's who y'all were and it was so funny because i lit i saw a hat it was so funny it had make america great again bloomberg 2020 and it was in blue i like listen that's it <laughs> like that's just a democratic i guess you could say trunk i'm like do y'all and then it was like he made a statement was like oh he you know bought so many black people up when he was like mayor of new york and all the black people's on the comments like which new york he was talking about because we ain't feeling her <laughs> i'm like bro you just continue gentrification and all the other bullshit i'm like what was he what and I'm like, do y'all understand how detrimental stop and frisk was for black and other none, like other people of color? Like it fucking is. <laughs> I'm like, no, sorry, Bob. Oh, that's you one know? never get my vote. Listen, <laughs> I, I'm I'm gonna sit this one out. I'm gonna head out. Shit, no. Oh. If it's between him and Trump, if it come down between him and Trump. I'm I, don't think I'm <laughs> I don't think I'm gonna make it. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna call in and see. I ain't gonna make it. I'm writing in somebody. Fuck. I'm writing my. I'm writing my goddamn self in. That's okay. <laughs> right. I'm gonna sit there one now and be like, I ain't gonna be able to make this this election. <laughs> oh shit. I guess going on to while we're talking about politics, which I think this is purely politics, is Jesse was. I guess reindicted um, by Chicago prosecutor, um, and they want to prosecute him to the fullest extent of the law. What's your thoughts? <laughs> okay, so here are my thoughts on this whole thing. So when I saw that they hired a special prosecutor to redo, you know, to redo the case, only to bring it back up. First and foremost. Like you said, I went and did a little bit of research and found out that the the black lady who is the actual prosecutor in Chicago who um, 
who abstained from the case originally because of her connection um, to uh, to somebody within who knew Jesse or whatever like that. Because, you know, Jesse has been in Chicago for a while since Empire has been filming because that's where Empire films. Anyway, um, so she abstained and she handed it down to her um, like second in command. And it, all around, they felt like they didn't have enough of a case, so they dropped it. Um, I found out that she is actually up for re-election in Chicago. So that's number one. So um, I, that's that's one of the reasons why, like you said, this when it with the way it smells, it smells very political. Um, they just don't want sis to be reelected. That's that's number one. Number two, the mayor had the audacity to get up there and say he lied and he wasted taxpayers' dollars. He deserves to be prosecuted for the st- fullest extent of the law. Blah 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 blah. All the while, um, if you read kind of the stuff that the special prosecutor what. The special re- prosecutor requested, I'm talking, he requested records from like, he, he reached out to Google. He said, I want his pre, you know, his deleted emails, emails, drafts, just, you know what I'm saying? Phone records. He wanted stuff all the way back to like two years ago before, even before, you know, the case was a thing, blah, 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 blah. And all of that, all of that shit that you requested, pull all of the quote unquote manpower and evidence that you wasted after just to try after you drop the charges just to with this whole special prosecution only to come back with I think they said he's what charged with three counts of I'm sorry a count of like reckless endangerment or reckless something in no I'm sorry public public nuisance or some shit like that and also uh, filing a fucking false police report that's all you got after all of that and you're telling me that that's what you in your biggest complaint is well he wasted so much of our taxpayer so you wasted that much more money and that's all you came back with if i'm in fucking chicago if i'm a chicagoan i'm pissed the fuck off because we have literally cases upon cases upon cases of unsolved murder cases that are just sitting out there there's news every other day about a chicago police officer or somebody who didn't did some illegal ass shit you know what i'm saying or falsify some type of evidence or some you know what i mean some type of illegal ass shit and this is what y'all really out here wasting y'all fucking money on harder for him than the offers that covered up LaCoin's McDonald's murder. Like, I don't... And they actually covered up a whole crime, and yet you are literally... Like, the prosecution didn't do anything, and then you come back, and you come back with even less charges than they had at first. It's like... Facts. Why come? At this point, I'm like, because it's not enough evidence, I think, to determine either way. I'm like, he's sticking to his guns that he didn't lie. You want to stick to your guns that he did lie. But I'm like, yeah, supposedly because they lied too. So why are you not arresting them? All I'm going to tell you is this, girl. If this shit go to trial and he is gets in front of a jury and they find this man not guilty. Ooh, Chicago, baby. They better be ready for it. All them people who push for this, all these little um, people who own um, these little news channels and all of these people, they better, whoo, 
Ooh, they they already know. They in for it. Because them people in Chicago going to be highly upset. Y'all done wasted. Y'all whole point was that y'all was wasting money, that he wasted money to begin with. That y'all done wasted all of this money and time. And y'all didn't even get a fucking conviction. They better hope they get a conviction. That's all I'm going to tell you. Because that's, that's ridiculous. I can't imagine being on a jury and you have to persuade 12 people that he did this. It's like, bro, you just need one. And it's like, why even go through a second trial, like court resources, all this time and effort on bullshit? And I'm like, for, I was like, maybe because we're not in Chicago, I'm not in Chicago that I don't understand. Like, why are you still going after this damn case so hard when it kind of has blown over? And to me, it's like in the back of my head, it's no longer, you know, news stories, no longer cycling through the media. So why did you bring this back up? Girl, I don't know. I'm confused. I don't like you said, maybe maybe because we're not in Chicago, we maybe they they feel a different way. But I'll be completely honest from the the outpour of the the amount of you know, responses that I've seen from people just from Chicago on social media and things of that nature, half of them feel like it's a waste. So, or, you know, the majority, I'm not even going to say half, the majority of the comments I've seen from people from Chicago is that it's a waste, that they have way bigger shit that's occurring in their city for them to be wasting their time on this. So I don't, listen. So maybe we all kind of agree like why (laughs) because that's why i'm in i'm like just let it go but okay okay but yeah so let's see um i don't even know this is gonna be just a real quick topic i guess because we on jc and like small court cases but i'm guessing the girl name is batty who the catch me outside girl that was being her mom up on Dr. Field? Everybody know that person. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. She goes into like this whole thing with Skay Jackson. Hi. Um, that's the girl from Hey J- Sky. Okay, sorry. Um, that's the girl from Hey Jesse. That's where I know her from. Um, and obviously it was like a fake account that was supposed to have been involved. Boils down to the baddie girl gets on. It's like, I'll kill you, bro. So Sky went and won up her and got her strain order, which I would do as well. Be like, child, I'm not going to argue with you on social media. Just don't come near me. Bloop, there you go. I, I guess my thing is, I just kind of fault like some of us for making her think. Like, I girl, listen. I'm with you. I'm still trying to figure out why the fuck she is a thing. <laughs> I just, I, I don't know. I'm like, girl, find you something to do and somebody else to play. Like, and find you somebody on your level to play with. Like the Vicky Wola old girl. There's somebody that you can play with on your level. Y'all, you know, was friends. Y'all got to fight. You, you got beat up. There's somebody you can play with because both of y'all don't operate on 10 or 100 so find you somebody to play with i'm like you talking about this girl like she ain't a millionaire over like she like it don't matter to me and i get money be like but she got money money <laughs> you got some coins a little bit she got the bank yeah i think i was more irritated i, like- I think with people who were like defending it talking about the girl sky she's been 
Um, she's been in a couple of things and people are only in defense for her because, you know, she looks, you know, so young or whatever like that. But she's 18 now and she always in grown folk, blah, blah, blah. No, I'm just not here with anybody coming on the Internet, acting tough, threatening to kill people. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm just not here for it. Definitely. Um, yeah, that was just wretched. And oh, I don't know what it is, just switching gears. Um, I guess on to the next topic because I don't want to waste that much time on her. Um, my boy. And I be rude for him so hard. I just want y'all to know that before I get on meat meal. I be rude for him so hard because I'm like, I be wanting him to win, especially after he got slaughtered by Drake. I still be wanting him to win, but I'm like, bro, I need for you to be quiet. So he gets on social media and this is like his, I, I think it's been his, at least his second rant about women. Um, so this week the rant was that he's tired of seeing women twerking on the internet or social media. Sir, if you're tired of saying it, it's an easy way to not look at it. Just X out of it. Keep going when you on Instagram. Basically, your news feed is filled up of shit that they think you're interested in. So if all you're seeing is chicks twerking, that means, <laughs> that means that's all you look, look at. at. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I agree with that because my Explorer page is literally on Instagram, wedding, baby stuff, people cooking desserts, <laughs> um, fitness, and fashion. That's it. That's, that's my Explorer page. That's it. Yeah. So I'm like, if that's the only thing you said on your Explorer page, which is tailored to the people you follow, what? then, I mean, write Instagram. But don't be getting out here like, oh, I'm tired of seeing people twerk. If people want to twerk on social media, let them twerk on social media. You got a whole girl over there with a baby on the way. You ain't got nothing else to say on social media. Child. I be so, I, I'm, I, when it comes to Meek, I'm so irritated with him. I'm not going to lie to you. I know you said you're rooting for him. But for me, I'm just like, why y'all let this nigga back in? I'm sorry. I be trying. <laughs> he, he literally get killed so bad by Drake. Then I'm like, man, my boy got to come out of this, you know, alive, breathing. And I'm like, you know, just be quiet. Like, take the whole Jay Z approach. Just shut up. Yeah, I, listen. I wouldn't have as big. A, it wouldn't. He wouldn't bother me as much if it wasn't for the fact that literally, like, it seemed like every other week he pop out with a rant about women. Right. That, shit, that shit just aggravates me like oh i can't st- listen i cannot stand misogyny i can't it just it uh and that's because, all that it is is misogyny because right. that's where all them ideals and behaviors stem from it's just a misogynistic view about how women should be what they should do what they buy you know what i'm saying and that shit irks me to my core and every time he gets on the internet it's always about some shit about women and it bothers me arguing with your ex facts facts (laughs) (laughs) and that's what i mean because i think the last rant was about women want purses and all this and i'm like for the life of me 
when it comes down to like celebrity men and women want purse, I don't feel bad for them because I'm like, y'all be getting on here rapping that you buying Birkins. Mm-hmm. So when I when you get with me, of course I'm expecting for you to give me a Birkin or break me off a Celine bag, some Chanel. I'm like, you can't rap about something and gloat about it. And then when a woman say, hey, if you want my cookie, you want my poom poom, I need a, a Chanel bag. Either you buy it or you don't, but somebody is sponsoring something because it keep happening. Mm-hmm. Thanks. I'm like, y'all act like y'all are not turning over black cars for shopping trips on Rodale Drive. Just just be, just say you mad that it didn't turn out to how you wanted to turn out and you had already spent the cash. You should have did like Floyd. Take your shit back when they leave. <laughs> you didn't have it in your contract. So you fucked. Floyd Petty ass. He is so cool. He take everything, baby. Oh, like drop it out. You come here with what you you leave with what you came with. Like bitch, I can't take the earrings, nigga. Damn. <laughs> Lord doing a whole inventory when you leave. Imagine how petty. Cause when you think about it, you like, even when it comes to him, you like, what the fuck you finna do with this shit? Be like, so you know he probably be like, yeah, buy I buy your Celine bag because this bitch got nice resale value. Like you can still get your whole coin back that you bought. You know, like that you paid for this. Thanks. Your whole Birkin bag. Be like, yeah, get you that purple cracker down Birkin bag because bitch, when you leave and I take it back, guess what? Selling it. I fit the grand bag. <laughs> <laughs> Don't put no stains in. It. <laughs> Y'all ain't doing nothing but carrying around lip gloss and papers in there, motherfucker. Some ID. That's it. Child, look, that's why. That's probably why I would never, unless <laughs> I'm like for real, for real with a dude, accept a expensive ass bag for somebody. Because I ain't gonna lie to you, I can tear up a bag. That's probably why, that's why I don't need no bag to tear. And don't be carrying that shit in it. But I can tear <laughs> up some shit. I ain't gonna lie to you. So <laughs> carrying out the Chanel bag, just behind it, be like this. <laughs> And I guess because even though I have purses, I carry the same purse forever. So this the purse I have now is small, but I have been carrying that purse probably for I know about almost a year now. Cause I'm just like, why am I switching purses out? I'm just gonna keep stuff and paper in this one. Mm-hmm. So I know with like a Chanel be like, girl, you just gonna fuck that hard work? Like yes, yes, I am. Yes. Yep. yep. <laughs> <Since you asked. laughs> Wear this motherfucker until I can't wear it no more. It ain't even about oh you ain't used to nothing. No, what I'm gonna switch bags for? It's black. You go with everything. Put it on. Facts. <laughs> and they gonna be like, so what you got in there? Receipts, nigga. Receipts. <laughs> Open up my number, grocery receipts, um, my ID, and my cell phone that I can't ever find because there's too many receipts. Receipts in there. In there. What? <laughs> and old doctor papers. I get. <laughs> <laughs> that's it man I'm telling you so um i didn't get a chance to just moving on i personally didn't get a chance to because i was busy at work and they'd be acting a fool um i didn't get a chance to watch the kobe memorial um i heard some things about it um some good some not so good nothing like really just bad they were just saying it was kind of slow um did you watch it and did you like it um I watched the Kobe Memorial shout out to you know I told you that's why I love me some title because baby I could see everything on there um but yeah I watched the Kobe Memorial on title um it was uh it was it was very beautiful it was really 
well put together. Um, I definitely, I will say, like, I, I really enjoyed the parts about, um, you know, where they had, she, they had, uh, they had the other uh, WNBA players and things like that, that Gigi admired kind of come up and speak about her and just the potential that they saw in her. Um, I really love the fact that it wasn't like, um, it wasn't really like a focus on like all of the, cause there was tons of obviously tons of celebrities and people like that in the crowd. And of course they did kind of pan to a couple of the different shots or celebrities in the crowd. But what I liked the most is that like, while they pan to like some of those celebrities in the crowd, they really kind of tried to keep the focus off of like his children. Like you didn't see, you didn't really get to see his daughters or his parents or anything like, you know what I'm saying? Like they didn't put stuff cameras in their face basically. Um, and some people felt a way about that because Beyonce was sitting next to them and they were like, well, Beyonce told that there couldn't be any photos or anything of that of her or of Kobe's kids and blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, she literally they've said that she's literally known Kobe's family for the full 20 you know 20 something odd years that they're actually close friends Vanessa requested her to be there requested her to sing blah 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 so if she is actually a friend of theirs it she has a you know what I'm saying she has a right to kind of people are just trying to make it seem like oh she's a diva because she didn't want pictures blah 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 but she got a right to be like hey yo no I'm I'm grieving. This is my friend. This is somebody I actually lost. Somebody I actually knew, cared about. No, keep your fucking cameras out my face. That I'm just like people have a right to feel like that and to do that at a memorial just because we feel like we you know should get access or we want access. You know what I'm saying? We're not entitled to that, and I'm okay with that. Um, like I said, the things that we did get to see, um, the the different speeches. Like I said, I really enjoyed the WNBA players that spoke. Um, I, I enjoyed Shaq and Michael speaking about Kobe. Vanessa had so much strength. Um, I think that's where people were coming off, thought it was slow because um, if they, you know, like me have title and they watch the Nipsey one, um, the speeches were a little bit long, shorter. So, but Vanessa got up and, you know, rightfully so. She lost her fucking husband and her best, you know, that's her husband, her best friend, her soulmate, and her fucking daughter. If she wanted to get up there and speak for like two, three fucking hours, goddammit, let her speak as long as the fuck she wanted to speak. Because you could clearly tell, um, they said it was kind of a last minute decision. They didn't know if she was going to speak or not. And she felt like she had to do that. And you could tell she wrote stuff down, but like as she was speaking, it was like you could tell, see her kind of drift to just and just start talking. You know what I mean? And that was kind of the most emotional part because you could really tell that she just missed her baby. You know what I mean? Like you know, obviously she loved her husband and her, but you could tell she missed her baby. You know what I mean? Because she just kept reiterating, "Miss my baby's smile." She had the best smile. She get. You know what I mean? And that shit right there fucked with your heart. But other than that, um, it was it was well put together. Um, I love the, you know, they had Alicia come and play the piano sonata um, that he learned to play. Um, they had, um, they showed his Oscar winning film at the end of it to end it out. So, I mean, just all in all, to me, it was really, 
really tasteful, really well done. No, I probably, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, I listen, <laughs> it's, it's one of those things for me, like I said, I sat through it because, you know, Kobe, as I, I've, I've stated, I'm a huge Kobe fan. He was my favorite. So that's why I sat through it. Um, I, with the Nipsey one, I could barely make it through. Like I had to watch bits and pieces of it because I was in tears crying with that shit too. So, um, but so I wouldn't like I wouldn't say like if you want to go back and watch it, why? Because you obviously can, but ooh, it's yeah. it's gonna tug at your heartstrings because it make you, especially like I said, Vanessa getting up there, you could tell like you could hear it in her voice and you could kind of see the moments where she would just kind of go into a space where it's like, damn, you know she is hurting, and so it's just uh, it was a lot. I just I feel I don't know this has just been I guess like crazy because when you think about it okay it's been a month and you you know you just had the memorial service and people are you know still grieving and you and you think about okay it's just not the Bryant family you have other families that were also involved in the crash and you have another mother, father, and a daughter, and that leaves a you know a big gap in a family. And I guess that goes to I guess the despicable act um, from the LA Sheriff Department. Um, they're under fire now for basically I'm not going to say releasing photos because it seems like something that they were permitted to do. They went and basically posted photos of the crash site, which shouldn't have been done, and they ensured Vanessa that that was one of the first things that from the statement that was released by her attorney, that was some of the. Go ahead. Not only is it, you know, their family, the DeBryant family, you have other families that were also involved in this crash. And it's a lot, you know what I'm saying? Some people want to, you know, take things in as, you know, they feel comfortable with and just getting on social media and seeing, you know, your family members like okay this is where they died like it's just it's a lot and I just think that that was I don't know for LA County Sheriff that was just the worst one of the worst things that they probably could have done in this whole investigation not only that but I was just disgusted at the the ideal that us as that I'm not even gonna say us I'm just gonna say that people in general can be looking for and I hate this word but can be looking for quote-unquote so much clout that they even think that that's so you know that that's cool like oh yeah I got the the gruesome photo scenes like the the story that they told about the dude who literally the share the guy who was a sheriff who went to the fucking bar and was trying to pick up a girl by using like are you fucking kidding me like the bartender said she was so disgusted that she called immediately and was like this there's a guy in here and he's like one of your you know what I mean like showing photos trying to impress a girl like it's disgusting and I'm just like I can't even imagine that like it makes me sad that that's where we are in this world that we like a dude would even think that oh yo this is gonna get me a girl like the fuck (laughs) I can't I don't even 
Mm. Or even people asking like, oh, where can I see this? Where can I see the photos? Like, so you want to look at that? Like, why? Like, it's just something like when it comes down to like death, murder, you know, rape, abuse, there's something that those things I never want to become desensitized to. So I don't take in a lot of it because I always want, you know, like to have strong emotions about those things. And just for you to be like, oh, yeah, I just want to see this fine to me. No, it's not. Y'all act like y'all are coroners or investigators or something. You don't need to know this stuff. Yeah. But it's just like, but that's LA for you, I guess. Mm. Just crazy. Just craziness. So, um, I guess just moving to, I don't know how I want to, I'm just going to, I'm going to go, this is definitely switching gears, but it kind of has something to do with it because I think her recent interview kind of surrounded Kobe, but Jada Pickett is like under fire for Red Table Talks. Um, I think her most recent one was with um, Snoop Dogg and he went on to explain um, everything that happened with Gail King. I mean, I think now uh, she's under fire for a lot of things of not, I guess, being too, not being hard enough um, in some of those conversations um, that she's having. Um, do you agree or disagree with that? Or or what um, are some of the other things that you've seen? Well, I know for, for the Snoop one, People are kind of hitting at her because they feel like she went too easy on Gail um, for her part, you know, for for her and the whole thing like that. But I just don't. So I don't see my thing is because because we talked about this when we talked about the Gail King thing. I felt like, um, you know, yeah, the comment was insensitive. I mean, to bring it up was insensitive. But we all, like you said, we all knew it was going to happen, that somebody was going to talk about it. But I guess we felt like we didn't want it to come from Gail, blah, 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 blah. And I told, we know, we talked, we talked about that whole situation in, in, you know, in, in, you know, extensively. So, you know, we definitely don't want to rehash that part of it. But I think that what irritates me, I guess, I'm not going to say irritates me. I think that that's my issue that I've kind of taken with Jada. Like, I like the Red Table Talk. I think that she's had some really good episodes, some ones that I really enjoyed. Like, I told you I enjoyed the one with Wale. When they were just talking about love and relationships. I enjoyed the one with Ellen Pompeo um, when they were talking about um, race and, and you know, um, white folks and their responsibilities and, and that they play in the conversations about racism and things like that. But I think another one of the the aspects of it that I don't enjoy is kind of her whenever there's like a huge headline or something like that it's almost like she chases headlines and she has to bring that person on the table to sit with her and talk about it and she either depending on who it is she either plays it really safe and sensitive like or she tries to go away I don't those are those are the ones that kind of are dicey with me but I don't think that she deserves like some of the harshness that she's getting because again I think that a lot of the harshness is only coming from the simple fact that people are still sensitive about the whole Kobe topic but other than that because normally people 
ride with her to the wheels fall. People praised her for the the TI interview, which I personally didn't care for. People praised her, you know, about the Jordan. Um, what's the girl? The girl from the Kardashian whole thing. They praised yeah, her for that. So bad, but it's not. Is it Jordan Brown? No. Shit, what is her last name? I can't even remember what her last name is right now. It's Jordan, but I know her first name is Jordan. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I mean, I, but other, but I mean, I feel like for the most part, it's not a terrible show. I feel like she does. It's a great concept. She's done a good job with it, but there are parts of it that aren't th- that great. You know what I mean? I, I sometimes I feel like depending. I will say depending on her relationship. I mean, I see what she when she was talking to Snoop where. And I think it comes down to a part of with Snoop with their relationship. Um, and she felt like, I felt like you were talking to me because I don't know, that may be just their dynamic of their relationship. But I still feel like even with Snoop T.I., she still took it kind of light on them. Because I'm like, even when you think about like T.I., she gave so much leverage, like, oh. And then if you notice certain shows where I feel like the could like I guess the relationship is not as deep Willow is not on because I feel like Willow has like a mind of her own she she can talk for herself so certain shows she's like not on it may be schedule conflict but I kind of noticed that if like if it's somebody I guess they're kind of cool with it's like Willow is not there and you can also see like Grammy she give a mean side on certain stuff that people say be like Mm-hmm, child. Yeah. But she get that grandma side. I like you. You with it right now? So I feel like just with the Snoop Dogg wasn't so bad, but Ti she definitely still played into some of his misogyny about his daughters. Like, bro, it's not right. No matter how how you look into it, and I think, for example, what she did with the Wale show, it was the guy that she bought in was more of he wasn't like a an expert. But he had more experience on a topic than maybe she did or somebody else. Yeah. And I think sometimes it helps to be like, okay, even though I want to talk about it and I want to talk to this person, let me bring in an expert. And I don't think it's anything necessarily wrong with it. Yeah, I agree. So, but other than that, like I would still continue to watch it. Um, I, like the Jordan interview, it was. It was okay, um, and I, I, I one of the biggest parts that I like that she highlighted is that hey, we've been friends with your parents for this long because it was so many people thinking that Jordan just rode in and Kylie somehow saved her from this life of poverty and living in squander. So I'm like, no, this girl has always you know been raised with money and you know, all of this. So she still, they still probably would have ran in the same circles. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, other than that, like I said, I would probably still continue to watch it. I don't Yeah, I mean, she does, they've yeah, had some, they've and had it's some fair, like, when you think about the episodes, yeah. And when you think about the episodes, it's really a new show. Like, even though it's been renewed for a couple, it's still a new show. So it's 
with anything, it's room for improvement. So yeah, absolutely. I will continue. Um, so, and I guess my, I don't know, I'm going to, this is my last topic I think I'm going to save. Um, but so I don't watch Black Ink. I think I watched maybe like the first season, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, but the chick on there, Sky from Black Ink, there was this whole meltdown. And this is her second son, because I thought it was the same son that she had like this whole fight with last year, year before last. But this is her younger son, where she basically they were in discussion and she just busted out and was like, you know, I hate you. I wish I never had you. And he goes and talks to Caesar. He has a whole breakdown. And she gets on like her live on her social media saying that God is going to deal with her. And basically she was in good spirits, like she done nothing wrong, which I was like, okay, ma'am, you, you just real life told your son that you hated him and you wish you never had him. And then this is the second son that you're in you know, just not having a great relationship with, like, it's time to real life, take a step back and do some soul searching. Mm -hmm. But I just think for like social media, it's like, it, it do, I don't know. I guess I feel like the way in social media, like, why is this allowed to be her storyline? So, okay. So I have watched Black Ink, you know, um, I've, I've drifted in and out with when it comes to reality tv but i've watched a couple of episodes and things of that nature so i kind of know her story a tad bit um what i will say with when you know and and i haven't actually seen this episode i just saw the clips from it but um um i'm really like saddened i'm really saddened that one it's airing out on tv but what saddens me the most is that you can tell the amount of people around who just want to collect checks and because it's like how do you sit on a television even if it's on tv and it's like how can you see someone who you quote unquote call your friend or your sister or this that and the other who's literally clearly not right you know what I'm saying? Who's not right? Who's not there? Um, for those who don't know, her family, her mother has bipolar disorder. Um, she went to a doctor. I believe she also was diagnosed with bipolar disorder. Um, the whole, her whole situation has been sketch from the beginning. Just a lot of like details that were left out that were, you know what I mean? Just because of the mental illness and the things that she has going on. But when I watch those clips and I see those type of clips and I see that type of thing, I think to myself, one, I'm not going to defend any of the disgustingness that she spewed to her child because regardless, that's your baby and those type of things should never come out of your mouth. But what pisses me off is that there were cameras there. There were crews there. There were people who literally sat around and said, hey, who this is my friend and da 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 da. And you can clearly see her spiraling and it's like so y'all would rather just capture this on the camera than to be like oh hey you know what maybe we should step in or maybe we should stop this even back when 
I think back to um, when I look at it, I think back to the real world. If y'all remember, I don't know if because I know a lot of people are younger, but if you remember the real world, um, they their cameras, their producer people, they always had kind of this rule of they could never step in in the middle of what was going on with the roommates. But I remember a season where they had a girl who was an alcoholic and she was struggling really, really bad with alcohol. And like she was going to make a decision to like drink and drive or something like that. And the producers literally, they put the cameras down. They stopped. They were like, hey, you know what? Nah, we're not going to film this. We're not going to give you no camera time. You've got to get some help. You've got to. And I'm just like, if y'all know as production, as people who are on this show, blah, blah, that this is something that she's got going on. Y'all see that this situation is happening with her son. A son who, by the way, she gave up for adoption, comes back, finds towards the end of, you know, he's 17, 18, pulls him out of good shit only to bring this and put it on. You know what I mean? Like, y'all see all of these type of moves. I get that there's money to be made, but at some point, the human in you has to kind of step in and be like, you know what? I don't want to make money this way. Let me put the camera down and let's not do this. You know what I mean? That's what I was saying. I'm like, why is it even allowed to be her storyline? Like, it can be part of your story, but let it be from a place that you heal from. Like, that's just horrible. Absolutely. And I'm like, for her son last year, like, I think it was last year. I'm pretty sure it was last year. It may have been 2018, where they were like in this whole big fight, and they even recorded that. And I'm like, yeah, you could tell that he was he was just literally hurt. It yeah. wasn't, it was anger, but it was because he was hurt. Like, bro, you can have your son in front of you that looked just like you and you just like, okay, and? Yeah. So, yeah, I I, I don't know. It, it's like really, we've talked about social media and like reality TV so long and it's like no freaking hope. I see no nothing getting better anytime soon because people thrive off. Off of, and it can be dysfunctional. Like we think about shows of real world. Most of the time, we came back college here. We came back because we were like, they probably gonna get the final. Somebody gonna be in conflict. But it's like when it comes down to conflict that really affects people in that way. It's like, bro, you gotta chill. Yeah, because I think even with College Hill, the show. Go ahead. No, I, I'm I'm with you. I was like, even with those shows, though, with Real World and College Hill, you remember, is that like the conflicts that they had were like with College Hill in particular, like what we only saw one really big fight where the girl like drew blood. And but most of that type of stuff was relationshipy and stuff like that. On the real world, they had like most of their fights were always verbal flights and they were you know what I'm saying there were conversations that actually occur in the real world but this shit now is just like for a check you know what I mean like you can literally see I just need you to get in an argument for a check because I like when you think about college here when they fight when they fought that one season with the British Virgin Islands, and then you have the people that's from the United States. Somebody went home. It was yeah. like you can't stay here. 
So they sent the girl home. You are so correct. I, I don't, yeah. And that's why I just really, I'm like now, like I started watching so many reality TV shows and now I don't think I watch, I watch 90 Day Fiance, which is foolish, but I do. That's about the only thing that I watch. I don't even do Real Housewives anymore because I'm just over it. Yeah. I'm with you. I watch, um, I watch um, Love at First Sight and that's probably it about it just because like I said I like reality shows that are like harmless and are like <laughs> detrimental to you know what I mean like good lord but um yeah there is no hope when it comes to reality TV. that that's I'm with you on that well that's all I have for hot topics do you have anything else um just two quick hitters um Meg the Stallion she just was on Instagram live she said that her label um she is another person who said she didn't read her contract um it's a story that we've been hearing way too often but we've always heard way too often but she said she didn't read her contract she went back to the table wanted to renegotiate with her label um and they told her basically told her no and they're keeping her from releasing new music um and also another quick hitter your guy future finally 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 a judge has finally just i guess like the rest of us said stop the madness after him being served a gajillion times he has finally been told he has two weeks to submit to a dna test so hopefully we should finally get a resolution to that and we can stop seeing him and the baby mama go back and forth on social media and he already know what the outcome is going to be i just he knows no, he absolutely it. knows. <laughs> like, first of all, it's technically been a DNA test that's been done because whoever the other baby's mother child is, they share the same father. So, therefore, but yeah. ain't future, yeah, he'll share the same baby. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah. Oh. Life is good. Hashtag. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe he can finally decide to, you know, stop being a shit dad and take care of his baby. But, yeah. Yeah. You can only hope, right? I mean, the way he the way he posting Lori every two seconds about how proud of his, of her he is. Maybe he can be proud of his kids. Uh, yeah. You, you show up at football plays, award programs. I mean, what's happening? How do you get on the internet and say you're proud of this girl? I have not seen you post. But you know what? Whatever. I just hope everybody got them a little Russell, Russell in their life. But I don't have to deal with this future crap. Big facts, girl. Big facts. All right. So let's let's drop out of hot topics and let's jump into relationships. So I guess I'll go first since you have (laughs) the best question. Um, My question is what is, you can say one thing or something that you thought were that you thought about yourself when you first started dating or when you were younger that now you know is not true if you want me I'll go first to give an example so okay go ahead um for me it was that I'm low maintenance (laughs) um for myself I was like oh I'm low maintenance I don't require that much 
And like the older I get, I'm like, yeah, that was a lie. And I can see how probably dudes was like, well, you said you was low maintenance. And we're like, nah, bro, I require a whole lot of time, a whole lot of attention. Necessarily, I guess in my head, I probably was thinking more of, oh, well, you know, you don't have to like buy me this. Or do. But yeah, I require a lot. So I'm definitely not low maintenance, definitely not low effort. And I think people probably put those two together and that's not it for me. So <laughs> yeah. That was my one thing. Um, so for me, I would say that um, I would say that I am too picky um, because I've heard that like my whole life that I'm extremely too picky or whatever like that. And I don't. And as I've gotten older, I realize that I'm not picky. I am just antisocial as fuck I just don't care for a lot of people or social interaction that much so um it's not that I'm just picky I just I'm not good with people so um I I mean that's pretty much one of my biggest things that I took from when I was oh oh and that I was um that I wasn't shallow I have come to accept, and you've heard me say it many times on this show, I have come to accept my shallowness. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? Some people will say, oh, I, you know, I can date anybody. It's all about, no, 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 no. I, 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 I admit, like, I like a way, you know, I like a certain look for my guy. And if you don't look that way, then I don't look their way. That's just what it is. I admit my shallowness. Stand in my shit, goddamn it! I don't think it's shallow though. I really don't. When it comes to that, like I really don't. Like I, I, I tell a story all the time when I went to like a single seminar back in my day when I was trying, y'all leave me alone. Um, he was like when he first saw his wife, he was like, I didn't look at her and be like, oh, I see the God in her. He was like, she was fine. <laughs> it was like he was like, I got me a woman that I wanted to look at. So I was like, you know what? I ain't mad at you. Oh, so maybe I, maybe I'm not shallow then. Maybe I, I just, maybe I just want to be happy with what I see. Like, you know, and I don't think I'm wrong with it. Like I don't want to look up and be like, oh, <laughs> oh, worse from here. So yeah. All right. So that's my relationship question. Did you have one? I do. So now this question is inspired. Um, I was watching a television show called The Bold Type, and it was about kinks. And so my question is, what is the kinkiest thing you have ever been asked to do? Oh, jeez. I had time to think about this one. Oh. Well, I can go first if you want me to. Okay. <laughs> so... <laughs> So, uh, disclaimer to my mother, please cover your ears because um, I know you're going to listen to this. Um, but yeah, so the kinkiest thing I have ever been asked to do, and like I said, this is why I was inspired by the show, The Bold Type. If you've watched this show, um, in their recent show, the girl was asked by the guy to peg him. Oh. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and I will say, that I could relate to that experience. Oh, <laughs> ah. 
Okay. I was I was asked that question. So that is the kinkiest thing I've ever been asked to do. Okay. What about you? So I feel like my nephew is gonna watch this. <laughs> this is like back when I was younger. Let me just put this caveat in here. Be like, tell um, him to cover his ears. <laughs> you're right. Don't listen. I'll be telling him not to listen, but this guy was like, hey, I'll like pay you a thousand dollars to tie me up and like whoop me. I was like, that doesn't bad. Yeah, though. no. I'm I was just so uncomfortable. So yeah. But that's not bad though. I mean, but I was uncomfortable and he was like, oh no. <laughs> like if you saw how old he was and I was like oh ooh, never mind, never mind looking look up. Mm, that changes it right there. <laughs> Like he was like grandpa, like old, wrinkly, and I, I'm like, no, like, mate, no, uh, and like the money part really made me like, could I do this? And I was like, hell, yeah, no, no. Uh, so, serious question if it was a younger guy, would you have done it? Yeah, I probably would have. He was like, yeah, if he was younger and black, I probably wouldn't have. Well, no, I couldn't do it black. He had to definitely watch. You know what? <laughs> if he, I'm just going to say, if he was younger and still offering $1,000, I would have. I probably, I would have, yes, I would have. <laughs> like, so which do you prefer? Court, paddle, <laughs> what are we doing? Slogger, who will we So, yeah. Uh, yes, good times. Oh, all right <laughs> that was a good time good times in relationships this week um so any new music books television things of that nature um so for music i haven't really just been on my Anita Baker kick and my Whitney Houston so not really anything new but just going back to the old classics um, I did, I know you're going to touch on because it's your boy, but I did check out the Drake joints. I'm a, they're, they're fine with me. I'm not going to say I'm like super excited. So. Mm-hmm. Um, and did, right now I started yesterday. Um, I'm pretty sure I'm like close to the end maybe, but I did watch the trials of Gabriel Fernandez. Um, yeah, I just. That just like hurt my entire soul. Um, like the first 10 minutes in, I don't know if you start watching them yet or if you're gonna watch them. Um, the first 10 minutes I was already like in tears. I was like, I just cannot believe that this happened. And like now that I'm further into the documentary, I'm like, this baby was failed by so many people so many like he literally did not have to be in the predicament that he was I think he still would have had a lot of you know mental damage a lot of physical damage something you know brain damage definitely that he couldn't overcome but he definitely did not have to end the way he did I was like that's just that was heartbreaking yeah I actually saw the preview for it when I was um 
you know just looking at the new releases and stuff on netflix and i was like yeah i'm not even gonna put myself through this because i know i'm not gonna be able to do it <laughs> I'm not even gonna... like i've literally just come to the point like last night i was like i'm gonna stop watching it i'm just gonna watch paternity court just to kind of like cleanse my mind to something that's not you know um that's you know funny or fun to me that's mm-hmm. not it's heavy but it just like and I will say anybody out there that's watching it it's definitely like a trigger like you will be triggered mm-hmm. and so angry that so many people just let this baby go like this like mm-hmm. no one and I mean it was like not to give it away this is kind of spoiled. it was so many reports of abuse so many and people just like you know whatever yeah the mama said he was fine or he was acting having problems in school whatever I'm not even going to go and call the school whatever so I was like you know yeah an absolute miss it, it was very tragic so that's what I've been on um I'm gonna pick back up reading soon hopefully <laughs> um yeah but that's about it for me how about yourself um, so for me, um, new music, Janae um, Ayako, she released a new record, Ho, Happiness Over Everything, featuring Miguel and Future. Um, and it came with a video, which I love. I love when things come with visuals. <laughs> um, but um, for the most part, I just like hearing Miguel out on the record again. Um, we could have did without Future, but it is what it is. Um, but I enjoyed it. It was a cute record. Um, I think I'm looking forward to her album um that's coming out. So we'll see. Um, I'll give that a listen when it comes when it drops and kind of give y'all a review on the show. Um, I did also listen to Drake's two new um leaks that he dropped, the Chicago Freestyle and When to Say When. I think that's what it's called. Um basically they were both like samples. Um, he sampled Song Cry, which is why for the people asking why it's not like on Apple Music and all that and why it's on SoundCloud, because he sampled records and um, that are probably super expensive to clear. And it's just easier when you do a sample like that just to drop it on SoundCloud than it is to go through all of the, the necessities to clear samples. But anyway, um, he sampled Song Cry in an Eminem record. I can't remember what the name of the Eminem record is right now, but yeah. Um, you know, I'm, you know, when it comes to Drake, I'm a huge fan, way so more of rapper Drake than I am of R&B singer Drake. So, you know, I dug it for, for the rapper Drake. Um, I just, I'm hoping that in this next album that he's getting in, that that's a kind of, uh, that these are kind of like teasers of like, he's going to get in his rapper back. So that's what I'm hoping for with that, but we shall see. Um, and that's pretty much it for me with like music and stuff like that. There hasn't really any been anything new television wise that I've been interested in watching. No new books that I've picked up either. Um, so yeah. Um all right. Um the last thing I want to jump into is the nerd moment of the week. This week, it is about Marvel. Last week, we talked DC. This week, we're talking Marvel. Um, 
Captain Marvel is going to be hitting theaters. Um, I don't know. What are we in phase four or five? Late phase five, I think. Um, we'll be getting Captain Marvel 2. It is rumored that that will be the introduction of the X, well, the X-Men. Um, we will see Rogue from the X-Men. She will be the villain in Captain Marvel 2, supposedly. Now, these are the rumors. Also, we will be introduced to Wolverine. And it is rumored that Wolverine will be played by Henry Cavill. I think that's how you say his name. The guy who played Superman in the Superman movies. So we'll see. Um, I think that's an interesting way to introduce the X-Men into the into kind of the Marvel universe. Um, I don't get Wolverine from him. I don't know. I'm with you. Like I don't. I'm hoping that it's just a rumor, one of those rumors that's not going to stick. But um, we shall see. Yes, I'm so used to Hugh Jackman, and he did have that like rough. I don't know. I don't get. Okay, I'll see. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. We gotta give it a try. I want to see who they're <laughs> gonna get to play Rogue, and I also want to see how they're gonna flip it. Because Rogue, if Rogue is gonna be the villain in Captain Marvel, how they're gonna flip it? to make Rogue, because, you know, Rogue is a hero in X-Men. So how the hell are they going to, you know what I mean? Like, if they're going to make her the villain in Captain Marvel, how they're going to flip it to make her a good guy. So, mm, we shall see. I don't know. I'm going to go see it, of course. But, <laughs> uh, well, that is, that concludes my nerd moment of the week. Um, is there any other things, any other topics that you want to jump into, bring up? Nothing for me, I'm all clear. Um, nothing for me as well. Um, I do want to, per usual, plug the website, um, our YouTube page. If you guys aren't subscribed, please go and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Um, we got some special things coming there. We got some special things up on the website that we're going to be introducing. So um, that's www.prettynerdspodcast. That's nerds with the Z.com. And yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. And we shall see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.